Are we recording? <laughs> Shane, are we recording? Am I allowed Did- to talk? <laughs> Good question. Only when we no. talk to you first. <laughs> oh, okay. Got it. So I'm going to count one, two, three. On four, we're going to clap, okay? On four? Yeah, yeah. one, what? two, That's three, so clap. Sorry. One, two, three, One, two, clap. three, clap. Okay, ready? That's a weird way of saying it. But yes, All right. like I get it. That okay. is a, hold up. I want. I just want to take a moment to agree with Robin. <laughs> that is you. a fucking weird-ass way to say it. Okay. All, All right. right, are we ready? Ready? Yes. One, two, three. Hello. 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 Hi. Welcome to Bunk 237. 237. Do you say 237 or 2 or 237? Or 237? I say 237. <laughs> Definitely say 237. No, I think I, re- I, think I say 237. Room 237, yeah. bunk 237. Yeah, we should settle this right away how we're going to say numbers. <laughs> So, okay. Yeah, that's a All really right. good. All right. Yeah. <laughs> bunk 237. That sounds great. Two, well, welcome seven. to Bunk 237. Welcome, everybody. Yeah. All, our secret. All the people in the world. Yeah. Our secret meeting room where we gab about horror movies. Yeah. Um, today, we are talking what? Top three lists? Mm-hmm. Top three. Oddly top specific. Three. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I should probably say my name. <laughs> no, I should probably say your name. Oh, right. <laughs> Hi. This is Bunk 237, and that is two yet. Hey, this is Bunk237, and that is Robin. Uh, Robin, what are we talking about today? Today, we each brought uh, a top three list of the horror movies that we cannot stop thinking about. Fantastic. Do you want to start with three? Wait, hold up. Are yours in order, or yours in in random order? In in order of what? (laughs) (laughs) Of, like, most thought about to least thought about. Like, which one is? I will tell you this. Um, that's a good question. I think they are probably, I think, I think about them pretty equally. They are all three movies that I've only seen one time yet still have not stopped thinking about. Oh, interesting. It's all a, right. I don't know why I've only seen them, seen them one time because these are movies that I would definitely watch again. Okay. But um, that is the thing they all have in common. Other than that, they are in a random order. Okay. <laughs> How about, are your, are your movies in an order? I did, yeah. Yeah, I oh. put my movies um, in order of sort of like uh, least thought about to most thought about. Or specifically, definitely like my number one is one that I like have thought about since a child. <laughs> okay, um, cool, cool, cool. So I, that that one is my number one. So I, mine is sort of, but my honestly, my number two and three are kind of... Um, thinking about them in different ways one of them i was thinking about just uh because it's scary and the other one i think about a lot because i really like it yeah i have i have different reasons my first one is under the shadow i don't know if you've seen it no i know nothing about it a uh 2016 uh, persian language movie by an iranian director and it is one of the best demon ghost story movies um, that I've seen in a long time, but it also like tackles issues of like the complexities of motherhood and like women and the you know being stuck at home versus like the workplace. And it takes place in like eight, 1980s war torn Tehran, and it's just like there's so much going on. It's like a near perfect movie, and it's one that I would totally watch again. I I've seen it kind of recently, which I think is 
why I've only seen it once. Um, okay. But it is so scary. Like there are jump scares, but there's it's also just like so tense throughout the entire thing. Is it scary because it's tense? I mean, like, what is like, there what are is like the jump scariest? scares, but yeah. then there are also like, I don't know, <laughs> going do crazy, thinking, thinking you, that she's going crazy. Uh, do you think it's scarier because you are also a woman? <laughs> like, Pro- probably are you it's a very like there? the mom in the movie um, had to give up her career because she was involved with like leftist groups. Fucking men. Am I right? Oh my God. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And, and she's sort of this reluctant stay at home mom while her husband is off at war. So it's like the anxiety of having a husband at war, plus the anxiety of having to care for a child during a war, plus the anxiety of like wanting to be in the workplace and not wanting to be home with her. Like, it's like, Oh, it's a lot. Yeah. Wait, so what is the horror? Where, where, like, for you, that's the big horror of it? So the the movie is about a demon that oh, comes and haunts demon movies. house. Yeah, it's like this this, uh, this mute child speaks for the first time and whispers into the, the main character's daughter's ear. And that's how it, like, releases the demon. And um, so there's... It's like a, I don't know, you don't really see it as, as far as I remember. It's like a shadowy kind of figure. Um, that, but, uh, that leads really well into my number three movie. Yeah. Uh, is an unknown, is an unknown monster. Uh, mm-hmm. is, it follows 2015. Mm, it follows. That's a good one. It's a really good one. And it is one of the, it is like, um, I don't get too scared anymore by horror movies at least like not afterwards you know there's yeah, sort of like yep, the, yep. like the aftertaste of horror movies um but this one really uh followed me um <laughs> like into my hey. into my <laughs> daily life hey uh followed me into like my daily life uh because the unknown horror of just having a figure like follow you follow you is yeah like something that really hit a nerve with me and yeah. just you know like how they're following um like the this uh, this possessed person uh, who really has no direction except just towards you in a really yeah. slow, encumbering way. Um, and it's something that's like you don't know how to fight it. And you you only know that it's coming at you and not stopping. And yeah. there's something so fucking that, terrifying. Um, <laughs> like I do I, think, I think yeah. about that movie a lot, too, that specifically the pool scene. Oh, where everything goes crazy. It's yeah. Why is it so scary? Like why is it I've thought about this because I think also in life also as as a woman uh just the idea of being followed at any point right um or just like that creepiness of like just the sinister figure that's bigger than you mm-hmm. um in spirit or in physical form is yeah, like so feeling helpless against it kind of yeah 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 and like it, and I, that was a movie that I definitely uh I like had slept with the lights on and like locked on my doors. <laughs> I did a double yeah. check around the apartment where I was like, I'm just, yeah, I'm going to do a double check that. real quick. That rarely yeah. happens to rarely me. Rarely happens. Right. Yeah. And so that was my, that was my like. Now, thing. have you seen it more than once? Have you watched it? A co- I've seen a it twice. Okay. Um, I would definitely watch it again, but I definitely like the first time I watched it, I was like so scared, like just 
from just the idea of it. Uh, because honestly, because when you think about the kind of the story of it and of, um, uh, I think people talking about it being about a little bit about virginity or premarital sex and stuff like that, that makes it kind of less scary. It's just like, it's a very right. scary movie monster. Um, right. But the premise of like, I don't know, virgins and non-virgins being targeted is like, mm, okay. But right. uh, I, and then the second time I watched it is a little bit partly because it was very beautifully shot and sort of like cinematically, mm. I really just like wanted to yeah. really actually take in all sort of the colors and, and, and everything. Um, yeah. It's a pretty, a pretty very, <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it's like so stylistic and so pretty, which I think if it ha- didn't have that, I may not have watched it a second time. Um, right, but right. I think like very, like that kind of cinematography and that kind of like a extra stylistic horror is a horror that I, horror, a kind of horror movie that I like a lot. Yeah. Um, that sort of <laughs> transitions very well into my second movie. Segways, look at us. I swear, we didn't plan that. Segways, we didn't. We just but came up I, with this idea five minutes before this recording. <laughs> Don't give away our secrets. Um, <laughs> and I, so the second movie is probably actually the one that I think about the most. Okay. Um, and I think I've mentioned it to you before. It's called The Eyes of My Mother. It's a, a 2016 movie as well. Um, it, it is black and white mm-hmm. and um, just so <laughs> horrifying. <laughs> so it's about it's 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 really quiet uh-huh. and um, it's there really aren't like jump scares or anything. It's just like so incredibly disturbing. Um, and it's about a young girl who lives with her parents on a farm um her, her parents are disturbed they they traumatize her when she's little and then one day a traveling salesman arrives at their door i don't want to give away too much cuz i really want you to see it and i want us to watch it and talk about it more but yeah. it, things go fucking crazy <laughs> well, wait, it gets what? fucking crazy he ends up being a dangerous person and, and then i i just don't I don't want to give it away. What what um, about it uh, has kept you thinking about it? So unnerving, especially the guy who plays the salesman. His character, his acting, his performance. I like. I have his like scary smile burned in my brain for the rest of <laughs> my life. It's it, it's so good, and it's also it's really. Uh, quirky is the wrong word uh-huh. it's really the wrong word um it's really stylized it's really sort of a disjointed storytelling kind of thing it's called the eyes of my mother because the the little girl's mother is a i think she's a, a doctor or some sort of doctor who teaches her how to like remove the eyeballs of farm animals it's just like got these really weird oh, like yeah. unsettling I, remember, I learned that in farm school when i was seven <laughs> yeah you know farm school um yeah did, did you not and, go to farm school <laughs> and then it just keeps going like yeah. you think the story happened and then yeah. there's just more to it and it just is so relentless is it the story that is unnerving like the whole plot line the or whole is, plot is, there line is unnerving okay. but honestly for me the thing that i think about the most is what it looks like what yeah. the movie looks like it's black and white oh, it's okay just a startling kind of like timeless out of time 
piece of filmmaking that I have not stopped thinking about. Oh, I like that a lot. I like that a lot. I think you will like it. Yeah, I'm very excited. Likes may not be the right word. (laughs) (laughs) I'm very excited by things that are unnerving (laughs) is the kind of personality you're getting. I'm also so worried about hyping it up too much. So like, it's also kind of bad. (laughs) No, I don't know. I am um, not. I have a similar. Uh, I, I have a similar that. fear when when I really love something. I'll I like try to step back and be like, wait, like, do I like that because I'm super weird and maybe I shouldn't tell people? <laughs> right. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, right. what, like right. some dumb thing? And I was like, okay, I feel the same way sometimes when I like get really excited about something. I was like, but it's also I get it if you don't like it. Like I'm so, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I'm always trying to be I so just polite. Don't overhype it. Yeah, yeah. No, I get it. But that that sounds great. Uh but honestly, definitely something if someone describes something as unnerving and like uh and but also beautiful, that is that's definitely yeah, uh, is, on brand for things that I like. <laughs> similar to it follows that way, although it differs yeah. in almost every other way. <laughs> Good feels, good feels. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my number two is uh, is the Descent, two thousand five, oh. the Descent. Um, yes, I have I sh- not seen this, and you, I feel oh, shame I'm as so, a horror movie fan that I haven't seen it's it yet. So good, and it was something that it, I feel like when I saw it, I saw I, I saw it sort of like after the initial hype for it. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I think I like rented it or something. Um, do you rent? Did were we renting movies <laughs> in the late two thousands? Uh, however, sure. I saw it. It was definitely kind of after Netflix the hype for DVDs. it. DVDs. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow! I think I might have got the Netflix DVD <laughs> of it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I uh, when I saw it, I was like, this was something that like kind of brought me back to sort of like early mid aughts like horror. Mm-hmm. I was like, it was such a good movie, and I felt I was one of the things where I was like, I can't believe I slept on this movie. It was so good, and I think a recurring theme through a lot of these is it's beautiful. It is an absolutely beautiful yeah. movie and beautiful filmmaking. Um, and then like, and it's one of, it's a horror film that takes uh, like three quarters of the way through the movie before the big bad mm. shows up, you know, mm-hmm. it's a lot of suspense, which feels like a lot of old school kind yeah. of horror movie, like Rosemary's Baby or yeah, yeah. things where. Like, and if the, that's done well, that's really good. Totally. So it like takes a really long time for any kind of like monster to show up. Uh, but in the time before that, it like really builds a really beautiful story and a very claustrophobic filmmaking because, you know, they're like uh-huh. there's just plunking there in caves and there's something right. there's a separate terror yeah, about terrifies like, me about, right? to begin with. <laughs> yeah. And it's like and it's so beautiful because there are some of these shots where um, the girls are in caves and they have to crawl through these like tiny holes. And so this is just like all black and you just see like a little bit of light and like mm. seeing it on screen is just like. Uh, just like you can feel how small that space is and so like they use all this natural tension and then there's also some like tension between the characters so they sort of use all these sort of real world very uh very reasonable scares (laughs) very relatable Mm -hmm. things in the world that are already like so like nerve-wracking um and then they're like also here's a fucking here are these monsters that live in the center of the earth you probably know this in general right about the movie that yeah, they're like yeah, they're yeah. they're these like humanoids that live in the earth and i think the other thing that's so unnerving about that is that it feels so like reasonable like there could be we <laughs> right. don't know what's we don't in the know. center of the earth in deep dark caves we don't know and you it's know? also like i i'm already getting scared thinking about it because they spent <laughs> so long of like so much of the movie getting down there that you just they, know how hard it is for them to get out yeah now. and it's like it's honestly like so and it's so simple and so brilliant and you're like oh they got stuck Ugh. in a cave like can you imagine getting stuck in a cave in the earth 
I can't wait for I, you. To, I cannot no. wait for you to watch it. And then, and then these like humanoid monsters, which also just for the special effects team, beautiful monsters, <laughs> like <laughs> very, very cool Ooh, looking. I'm and, and I don't like, think I've seen what they look like. Oh, you're gonna love it. And and they're not um, because I feel like usually, and I love monster movies, but I think being spoiled as a modern adult with like special effects and things like there are, right. you know, you see monsters then and you're like, Oh, that's like when you finally see the monster, you're like, oh, that's kind of cheesy. I felt that way about, um, what's the movie where everyone has to be quiet. Uh, oh, with John, what's it? Yeah. Quiet, quiet place. place. Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I saw those mon- when they were, yeah. you know, I was, I was like, like, Oh, okay. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I was just like, Okay, that's cool. It's a cool drawing yeah. that someone made to life. <laughs> it was honestly scarier before they showed up. Exactly. Them yeah, to never totally. Show up. And I think there's so many movies like spend so much time building up this monster and then you see it and you're just like, oh, that's a, okay, that's fine. Right. Um, right. But with the descent, like when I saw those monsters, I was like, fuck, that's a good monster. Oh, <laughs> I was good. like, oh okay, God. Cool. I was like, shit. And I've thought about, I think the reason I think about this one a lot is honestly just because I think it's almost like such a perfect horror movie, you know, mm-hmm. in where it, it has the scares, it has fucking crazy monsters. It's very bloody. <laughs> um, I also like, it's like, you know, strong women leads. There's a final uh-huh, girl. Uh-huh. Like it hits all these little like horror movie things you want, like, so, like tension, but it's also very like cinematic and really artsy and like, you know, um, and the multiple endings is interesting and it's mm-hmm. like I I think about like I think whenever if anyone ever asked like what's a horror movie that would define a lot of horror movie things I like I would probably say The Descent. I love it and I'm ex- more excited than ever to watch it. It's I cannot wait it's so good I and that one I will watch I've seen that one multiple times and I will mm-hmm. watch it mm-hmm. m- like many more times mm-hmm. like anytime. I think I feel that way about my next movie which I've only seen once um so far but uh-huh. I I will watch it w- whenever um, because <laughs> it's a new it's a new movie. Yeah. Which I, and I'm pretty sure you've seen it. Uh, it's yeah. Midsummer. Oh. I've not stopped thinking about Midsummer since I saw it. Yeah. Um, it it doesn't it it doesn't quite hit the horror movie tropes of like something like The Descent. Yeah. Although when watching it and I saw Hereditary and I loved Hereditary and it was like a very pretty classic like scares throughout kind of movie yeah yeah midsummer the opening sequence yeah terrified me (laughs) it was so hard to watch and so disturbing yeah and then once they get to um sweden (laughs) and and like the things started happening yeah I I just like <laughs> maybe this says <laughs> uh, something terrible about me, but I was like I was it was so joyful to me, <laughs> and by the end I was like I was like yeah, <laughs> I just I, felt like it was like the feel good movie of the year. Yeah. By the end I was like she's found her place, like everything's wonderful. <laughs> That's amazing. I love that reaction to Midsummer. I love that reaction to Midsummer <laughs> so much. Um, I, what's interesting, I, I almost put Midsummer on my list. Really? Uh, I'm very curious. Because similarly, it's some, it's definitely a movie that I've thought about a lot since I've seen it twice. Hearing other people's reactions to it, I'm also really fascinated with because like, I, I, I definitely had a visceral reaction to it, you know? And it, what's interesting that I think about that is because it's, it's not creepy, but it's very scary, right? Like it's like, yeah. I yeah. mean, there are things that are like disturbing about it, but like when I think creepy, you know, I think monsters in the night or something, it, but this it, was, it was like, 
Yeah, it was it, a really interesting movie to me because the opening sequence when she, you know, discovers her family has died or whatever. Is, yeah, that is so much scarier to me than the entire rest of the yeah. movie. Like it, it knocks you off. Yeah. That so was bad totally, much yeah. that like you spend the Absolutely. rest of the movie and like people's heads are getting bashed in and like whatever <laughs> and like being torn yeah, apart yeah. and strung up and I'm like yeah. you know what like this is, this is gonna be okay yeah. no I will say <laughs> they did really yeah that's that's an interesting take how they really did sort of give away so much in that first like 10 minutes or whatever and it is hard and it's yeah, scary and it's emotional like exhausting you and yeah totally just like right away and it's yeah. like parent death is like one of the oh. the like you okay you will get me every single time with parent death Horrifying. every single time me too and so like just to come out with that right away it was like oh fuck um, but you're right. The rest of it does feel like kind of pale in comparison. And it was also like <laughs> her was boyfriend like was so immediately terrible. Yeah. That like when you realize right. what's happening. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Eventually I was just like, yeah, get him. <laughs> it was just like, go. There was a definitely a sense of like, you know, when they introduce, when they purposely introduce a terrible character that you know is going to die, you're like, thank you. Thank you <laughs> right, for doing right. that. Right. And then like <laughs> Shane is like looking around he's trying to find the exit um that's robin's husband shane <laughs> my, husband, my husband shane who's producing this podcast who's sitting right across from me and uh very shocked right now <laughs> but i won't stop talking about it because i i loved it so much it was i mean not to say that like it wasn't gory and it wasn't unsettling it, was gory. And it wasn't like <laughs> it was gory it and was it wasn't gory, like yeah unnerving the whole time and it was like it was tense and confusing and you like felt, what, you know, what Florence Pugh is feeling and just like yeah. really think, lost and, yeah. and scared. And then it just like once it started falling into place, I was just yeah. like, this is a, this is great. <laughs> just like, uh, I've been telling yeah. everyone, I was like, it's the feel good movie of 2019. Yeah. You got to watch it. Like there's no fucking break. It feels like in this yeah. movie. And there's, but there, there's humor. There's the, the guy who's writing his thesis. Who's so clearly just like, yeah. You know? Oh um, yeah. Yeah. And then like the other, yeah. The, the dynamic of the college kids or whatever. Yeah. Um, why I didn't put Midsummer on my list. Please was partially because I, as much as I love Midsummer and I really enjoyed it, and I think the more I talk to people about it, um, I don't know if I liked it as much as everyone else did, to be honest. Mm. And I don't know, there's not a particular reason. Like, I didn't hate it. I feel like I've talked to people like you and other fans of it who, like, were deeply felt it. And I, like, liked it, but I was just like, oh, I don't know. It was, like, a good movie. I don't know if I... I did, I did end up watching it twice, I would watch it again, but I don't right. know if I would pick to watch it I get on my it. own. It's, Do you know what I mean? It to me, it's like it's a very specific movie because yeah, 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 it's horror, but it's a super bright, and a lot of it takes place during the daytime. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. that's like a, a weird yeah. sort of like off-putting thing, and yeah. it's also like I was surprised. I I would have thought that I would have gotten bored at some point mm -hmm. that it like would be a little slow and I just didn't I think because yeah. I was so sucked in but I could see how that's that could be a thing you know now that I'm thinking about it I wonder if I think I also watched Her Hereditary and Midsummer in very close proximity to each other mm. um I think maybe like within a week um mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm pretty sure that I watched Hereditary first which I liked a lot and I think that I think I might have liked Hereditary better 
I think I might have screwed myself by like what <laughs> by like watching uh, yeah. his other I movie think too time soon had passed. and not letting it like right right it, right. Yeah. I think because I saw Hereditary in theaters and then I saw Midsummer way after it came out. Enough time had passed that I had. yeah. I feel like I should revisit. I should watch Midsummer again. We will. We will watch Midsummer again. We will. We will. Because <laughs> I like, can't wait. I'm like. Yeah. I'm going to make some popcorn, <laughs> pour myself a glass of wine, <laughs> get some there, like, streamers there ready. Are, <laughs> I have several other girlfriends who also all had the same, like, I think like you had this like very big hearted reaction to it. I don't it. think that I realized what was happening until the end and then, and then like, I really was like, I'm so happy for her by the end. <laughs> It's interesting your take on that because I I don't know if I understood or if I got that like that. I, I honestly of, like, don't know if you were supposed yeah. to. <laughs> that, like this is where she fell. I was just like, I, but I think maybe that was a thing because maybe we weren't supposed to know if she was in the right place or not. But right. like, because I was like, because how cause could I, you be in the right place after sure. witnessing? Totally. Because I, I like stuff. the idea because like her having this supportive family around her like you know especially after they you know really hammered into you how she doesn't have anyone in this right, world right right they were, they were very clear about that right, right. <laughs> uh and then for her to sort of find this this place even though it was like a really painful journey for her to get from there right. to the fucking flower dress like it was like <laughs> right. uh in my brain my brain probably wasn't sure how to process I was like is this a good thing or bad thing are we happy for right her or are we I sad think for her the, i think that's what's the going point on of the movie I think probably because I was questioning that, I wasn't quite as joyous because, like, I don't know if I'm supposed to be. Like, am I supposed to be happy? That's probably I'm gonna, I'm gonna a, wait. I'm gonna a wait. very uh, normal reaction. Yeah. Am I supposed to be happy? What's your third one? My, my third one, which is my number one movie that I cannot stop thinking about, partially because it is a movie, and I will tell you this, I don't want to watch it again because it's too scary for me. And partially the reason it's too scary is because I saw it when I was too young. Mm. Um but it is The Exorcist. Oh. Classic 1973, The Exorcist. And here's the problem with me. Um, <laughs> Tell I me. grew up Spill very... <laughs> girl dish. Uh, <laughs> I grew up very Catholic. Ooh, like, yeah. Yep. Right? Like, uh, were, did you grow up religious? Nope. Oh, see? I mean, I, I, I am Jewish. I was bought mitzvah, and then that was the end. <laughs> oh, okay. So, yeah. So, I grew up very Catholic, and, it, like, uh, you know, I went to Sunday school. Um, I believed, like, genuinely in my heart, very, very, very much so, believed in God, heaven mm-hmm. and hell, the whole business, up up until about, like, early, te- early teens, like, 12, 13, 14. Right around then, I was started to question things, and I was like, I don't know. Do I believe in God? Is that real? Uh-huh. But up until then... I like, I like when bad things happened, I prayed when I, uh, sometimes I would shoplift from the corner store and I thought I was going to hell. Like I, in my, I was like 10 years old and I thought I was going to hell because I shoplifted. You know what I mean? It was like in my, it was in my blood. Like I was, I just, I felt (laughs) so religious. Uh, So what, how old were you when you saw uh, The Exorcist? I saw The Exorcist probably when I was about like eight or nine. Oh no. I know. I know. I know my here's the second problem is that I have two older brothers mm. <laughs> and they and no parental supervision as a child. Oh, um, no. So I remember like being in grade school, my brothers had rented it. Maybe I was a little older, maybe nine or 10, <laughs> but like I was definitely like in elementary school and my brothers had rented it or however it happened and they were watching it downstairs and like no one stopped me. 
Nobody right. was like, you shouldn't watch this. Ugh. Nobody stopped me. So I just sat down there and watched it with them. And then me and my fucking brain, who at this point in my life, very, very much so believed in God, very, very much so believed in the devil, was like, oh my God, is this real? Is this a documentary? Oh my like, God. I was like, so. I can't imagine I that. was fucking terrified. I remember like laying in bed and praying and I would pray myself to sleep because I was worried I was going to get possessed because thinking oh. that that was a real thing that could happen. <laughs> Not to say that it's not a real thing that can't happen, uh, but I would, yeah, I would like lay awake in bed. And so that was the first time I saw it. And then I saw it for a second time when I was 12. Not that much better. Oh my goodness. Another family night where someone had rented it. And like, and at that time I was 12. I was like, okay, I'm older now. It's fine. And I, wa- <laughs> and I watched it and I remember like feeling all the same scares again, yeah. like all the same like tenseness. Yeah. And like when she like traumatized yeah, doing that, like fucking spider walk and uh-huh. like everything in her head turning around and uh-huh. also just her. And at this, at, again, at this point, like at 12 years old, I'm still a little bit like godly, you know, still a little right. bit in the church. I mean, definitely still going to Sunday school. And I remember this so well. And this is how I knew, this is how I can remember that I saw it again when I was 12 is because in the movie, there's a part where she's like with the psychiatrist and she's getting hypnotized. Mm-hmm. And, um, and the psychiatrist is like, uh, like, what's your name? She's like, Reagan. And then like, and then she's like, how old are you? And then Reagan goes, 12. Oh no. And my brain That's how exploded. old you were. My brain exploded because I was like, I'm 12. Oh and no. Like, and, and then the rest of the movie, I was just like, oh, my God, why am I doing this again to myself? And I've seen it again also, like, as an adult. I guess I've seen it more than twice. But, like, even as I've, like, right. sort of shed the Catholicism, there's something. like it's just dredging up. Totally. Like, like uh, I think joking about being, like, culturally Catholic. Like, I feel, like, a little right. bit, like, still, like, holding it in my heart, like, a little <laughs> bit somewhere. Right, right, you know right. what I mean? Yeah. I mean, that movie, I I don't remember the first time I saw that movie. And I... And I, I it's like one of those movies that like if it's on, I'll watch it. I just really <laughs> like it. I won't. I won't watch it if it's but on I could anymore. Not, I could not imagine watching it as someone who had a connection to Catholicism, was already feeling that guilt and yeah. fear. Yeah, it was. No, I can't. Oh. I, I can't. And then and there was a, there was definitely a period even like throughout like high school. There was like if mm-hmm. there was like a parody of it on like Saturday Night Live, I'd turn it off. Fuck. No, I cannot. It, <laughs> it gives me just like such flashbacks to just. It's it's Such a testament to terror. the to the movie Such terror. too yeah. because it is still so scary. Like there's yeah. nothing even the pea soup and the yeah. like silly sort even of effects you know, really don't yeah. affect viewings the acting, of the movie. Uh Linda mm-hmm. Blair, fuck, mm-hmm. she's so good in it. She's yeah. so good in it. And I know she's an actor. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> but like, you know, but like when she's like doing like the demon voice and even yeah. though like I know in my brain that like the demon voice is like and audio effects and too. it's just like yeah. magic and other possession movies I really, I, I, I will <laughs> watch. Not the I, I will watch and that's fine. But a lot of right. them scare me. <laughs> they just scare I me think a little it, too much. I mean, it seems yeah. like this really is a case of like you were way too young. Yeah, like, no, my yeah. Oh man, if I saw my that little when I was eight. my little Catholic heart could not take it. <laughs> like, could not, and to this day, a little bit like can't do it. Like, if you wanted to watch The Exorcist, I would do it for you. <laughs> but oh, I, that means so much now, <laughs> knowing knowing the content. But it is like the one movie, and it's like every, honestly. Literally any other horror movie, I will whatever. I don't care. I'll watch it. Have I'll watch you, it anytime. But have you seen any of the sequels? I don't. 
I feel like I might have seen the sequels maybe like fifteen years ago. It's yeah, yeah. I don't have I don't have a good memory of the sequel. And honestly, they're not as traumatized. Yeah, honestly, maybe I haven't because I think I might have just like taken the I whole Exorcist line and just one, walked away from it. But I think they're bad. Okay, but maybe I, I, I should go backwards. Yeah, <laughs> to build up, to yeah, build up the go. tolerance to the Exorcist. <laughs> Start with the worst ones. So I've seen the I've seen the Exorcist a lot of times, and my my most recent memory of the Exorcist is my family went on a family vacation in the house we stayed in. There was the book, The Exorcist, and I was like, "Oh, I've never read the book. I'll just read the book alone." No, on thank family, you. No, thank you. <laughs> on family vacation, like in this scary lake house in the middle of nowhere, and then I read the book, and the book is great too. No, thank you. I do not want to read that. I'm an exorcist fan. (laughs) I like, I want to be a fan because I also understand that it's a good movie. Like, I understand that. No, but hey, if you you are traumatized, you should not be scary. It's so scary. scary. There's so many horror movies that I can watch so easily with so much like gore and like just like torturous scenes and so much like blood or like ghosts and things that one is like scary it's really scary i don't disagree at the end of every episode we're going to uh give the movie a patch or a, mer- a badge yeah a merit, a merit badge. badge yeah about and they can be made up on the spot about just something that you took away from the movie something that you liked about the movie my three movies, while I'm thinking, were <laughs> <laughs> Under the Shadow, uh-huh. The Eyes of My Mother, and A Midsummer. Oh, I think I would give you best top three selection of uh, all these specific international horror movies. <laughs> I'll take it. Is that word? I think that all of those words would fit beautifully <laughs> on a patch. <laughs> oh, my three movies recap. Number three, It Follows. Number two, The Descent. Number one, The Exorcist. I think I would give you um, the uh, best selection of top three personal uh, terrors, personal <laughs> horrors. <laughs> Thank you. That's a good patch. They are definitely personal terrors. Oh, my God. You're right. All mine were like specifically very scary. Like It was like, I don't like people following me. I don't Being like. stuck in small spaces <laughs> and like Catholicism. <laughs> Personal terrors. No, that's it. I'm going to wear that badge really, <laughs> really proudly. It's I'm like, so these are my personal terrors. <laughs> that's really good. And like yours is like, wow, those are like, that's really good taste. Like, like, <laughs> your merit badge is like best personal taste of international horror movies. <laughs> and like, I'm scared of everything. <laughs> Bunk 237, a horror movie podcast, stars Yet Wen and Robin Zlotnick as the final girls of Bunk 237, and Chris Charpentier as camp director Chris. The show is produced by me, Shane Segrin. Our theme song is written and performed by Dan Zlotnick, and our outro music is written and performed by Talene Kali. You can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, and it may be featured on an upcoming episode. Have a suggestion for a movie? Then follow us on Instagram at Bunk237Pod and Twitter at Bunk237. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever podcasts are downloaded.